to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to the Embody Podcast. I took a few weeks off from recording podcast episodes because April, to be honest, was just a really, really busy month. If you guys have never heard of the Special Forces Experience, the SFE, I can put a link in the show notes and you can go check out what they are doing over there. And they are interested in the spirit of post-traumatic growth. And twice a year, they run an event called The Process for men to go and experience a process of post-traumatic growth and what that looks like. While we were doing that, I got the amazing opportunity to be interviewed for the documentary that they're filming on post-traumatic growth. And so I can also put the link in the show notes that you can go check out the making of that documentary. And if you are open to supporting the production of the documentary, that would be so, so incredible because what they are doing over at the Special Forces Experience and with that documentary is just incredible. So that was most of April actually that was I was gone for about 10 days in April doing that and then the last week weekend of April I flew out to Santa Barbara to Pacifica Graduate Institute to go for the first time in two years to the in-person residential sessions for my PhD program. So I got to meet all of my classmates that I've been going through my PhD program with for the last two years, but had never met in person due to the pandemic. So that was really, really exciting. And so needless to say, April was really busy. And so I took some time and space away from recording on the podcast just to tend to those events and to be present with with those things and so coming back to the podcast there is a lot that I want to say but with that I tend to just follow where the energy goes in this podcast so this episode what I'm going to get into is episode 115 season 2 115 I did an episode on reimagining inner child healing and in that episode I explore different perspectives of reimagining what it's like to work with the inner child and approaching the work of childhood trauma. And today, in today's episode, I want to talk about something that sometimes comes up when we're working with trauma and trauma is, is looked at in a simply a literal sense, meaning these literal things that happened in my concrete outer life is all that the trauma represents. And in episode 119, season two, episode 119, metaphorically handling trauma, I reimagine the way that a practitioner can um, rework a metaphorical languaging around 
trauma so it's not taken so literally but looked at metaphorically to deepen the ways in which we approach our areas of trauma in our lives. So what I want to talk about today is this tendency to think that if we take a look at the reality of our childhood that it implies a need to have someone to blame or to criticize for the way that people couldn't show up for you. Taking a look at your childhood is, is, is information gathering so that you can connect more deeply with the emotional experiences of the past and see how those emotional experiences, how they're informing your experiences in the present moment. Critical inquiry of these past experiences does not imply judgment. It does not imply blame. It does not imply criticism. While those things come up and they might arise out of the unconscious, I think whatever comes up, it's okay and we can work with it. But sometimes I feel like people don't take a look at their childhood experiences because they feel as if they if they do, then that implies that someone has to be um, put in the blame, in the seat of blame for what has happened. And I think this statement, critical inquiry, does not imply judgment, I think is really, really important because as with anything that we're exploring and learning to critically be with, to think about, to ask questions, that does not imply a position of judgment and I think it's really important as you know the world that we live in today is, is very politicized and very polarized and critical thinking is incredibly important but to truly critical critically think in a courageous way implies a vulnerability of the heart that is open to what comes forward without judgment. Oftentimes, if people are maybe afraid to, they're afraid to go into these different cracks and crevices of their past because they feel as if that would be criticizing a caregiver or criticizing the person maybe the only person that they found connection with and how could they criticize the person that they connected with because it kept them safe even if it wasn't what they needed and so we tiptoe around the truth and in turn we choose denial of our past experiences or illusion of our past experiences to protect the caregiver to protect the person and I just think it's really, really important to recognize that those spaces can be explored with a level of depth, with a level of awareness, with a level of critical thinking, questioning, analysis, where the griefs, the anger, the, the hurts of the past can be brought up in a way that doesn't infuse projecting the whole experience out onto something or somebody else. It can, but it doesn't have to. There's this great quote by Anais Nen that says, Do not seek the because. In love there is no because, no reason, no explanation, no solutions. 
And it's my opinion that so much can be lost in our wanting to have a because in in our critical analysis of the past. A search for an explanation of the mysteries, a formal cause for what was happening. And sometimes we find ourselves clinging to that because and that clinging to that cause sometimes lead a, leads us to believe that we have to um, project judgment and onto others to explore in question and that's just not the case. And oftentimes we feel as if we have to choose to honor the people of our past because it's the moral thing to do and the right thing to do over actually honoring the truth of our experience and then we're left unintegrated living a life that's kind of like living above our wounds of the past and I want to recognize that coming to terms with and accepting the truth of your past experiences can be one of the most painful aspects of doing inner work but it also can simultaneously be the most freeing aspect of the work so that there's a paradox there and you know there's this assumption in the quote-unquote healing spaces that you know you must forgive your parents they did the best that they could and while I agree with that, that that's only a half truth, it's only half the story, and it's usually the cognitive half of the story. It's, yeah, they did the best they could, but, but my curiosities about reimagining, reworking these experiences of our past is like, what about the emotional half? What about the somatic half? And if we add it in, they did the best that they could. And there are moments that these individuals or individuals around you did not show up for you. Your needs weren't met. And a younger part of you might be really upset or pissed or sad about that. And, you know, maybe these people were distracted, depressed, struggling with addictions, grieving a divorce or a loss, or searching outside of themselves for love who knows the list of the reasons why the because could be endless but the point is that it's it's okay to admit the deeper truths of your experience one of my favorite quotes that i've heard in somatic experiencing work and i don't know if i've said this on the podcast before but there's no value judgment on a fight flight or freeze response the only value judgment the body has is on survival. And so if there are repressed or stored emotions in your somatic unconscious, so anger about the way that things were, there's no value judgment on that anger. You can hold anger and still hold an acceptance of people did the best that they could. Those two things are not competing, but if... If forgiveness and like moral obligation to be quote-unquote nice is hierarchically ranked above the actual body story, then you're always going to be living above your body story. And we get locked into these unconscious, most of the time parent-child dynamics with many unprocessed and often painful emotions and then they get played out in our relationships and so if you do not advocate for the truth of your inner child then 
relational power dynamics, manipulation, emotional abuse can continue to wreak havoc in the inner life well into adulthood. And it's it's really not about what you should feel about someone in your past. It's it's about the truth of what you do feel. And recognizing that it's okay to feel hurt and to feel angry about what happened to you in the past and bringing that forward into consciousness and that healing and integration of these repressed emotions is an inclusive process you know I've heard someone say that the psyche is a democracy that no parts left behind only parts integrated and so I think what I'm circling around in this podcast is taking a look at these past wounds can be done in a way that doesn't have to project one person carrying the experience. We can take all of these experiences and kind of put them in our metaphorical alchemical vessel and cook them until they're transformed or transmuted into something else and in depth psychology and in the Jungian space that's that's the creative process of deep transformational inner work and so that's really what's coming up for me after I've taken some time off from the podcast so I hope that you guys have enjoyed the show I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes and dropped a five-star rating or written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of because that helps organically grow the show and get the show into more ears and more souls across the world. With that being said, I'm excited to be back doing podcasts again, hopefully regularly, and the plan is to chat with you guys on Sunday. Bye guys. (laughs) 